Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Impossible. Can I do that over? The impossible. Impossible. That's, that's I think you needed if, a pause if you, button if, on if, that. If you have a dog and you don't want it in the show, you get the impossible This button. dog is impossible. Welcome Good. to Dog Talk on <laughs> let me, Radio. Let me do that over. <laughs> I was looking at the dog and thinking pause. You know, like pause button. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Whatever is relevant. Oh, come on. (laughs) How long have you been doing this? Okay. This is episode 86. Okay. (laughs) Calm down. Center yourself. Okay. You've done this. You you can do this. I've done this. You you can do this, Gene. You can do it. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you're in. In wait a minute. <laughs> when, now we've got a jet going over. Oh no. Son of we live by Van Nuys Airport and this is an occasional problem. Okay, now see this is just like my Phoenix interview. No, <laughs> because we know how to edit. Right. <laughs> so Oh, oh no, this is not going to be like the Phoenix interview. <laughs> Yes, we we have actual editing software. And we'll use it. Yeah, boy, that is one loud jet. Yeah, I guess, I guess a loud jet and, and low cloud cover. Bad combination. Okay, he's gone. Okay. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the event horizon where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into science fiction, science fact, and fantasy in all their forms. And with us today, first of all, is my co-host, Susan Fox. <laughs> and I am Gene Turnbow. And did I say that? Yes, you did. I did. Okay. And you're still Gene Turnbow. I'm still Gene Turnbow. And the other person who is with us is still George Wassell, who is the writer and creator of... Uh, an online comic called Oh Hell. And uh, that comic just won the Geeky Awards for Best Online Comic in uh, for 2014. Welcome to the show, George. Uh, hi, Gene. Hello, Susan. <laughs> Hello. So you thought your school was hell. <laughs> Suppose everybody in high school does think that at some point or another. Well... 
for these individuals, for, for Zipper and Zoel, that is, it is the literal truth. They right. are, they right. are in hell and it is school and they are there to learn. And it's pass fail. You'd think that would be an advantage, but no, not so <laughs> no. much. No, not so much. So how did you uh, how did you get started on the comic and what was it ge- what was its genesis? Um, oh, it, this is uh, uh, this is one of those overnight things that started twenty years ago. Hmm. Uh, uh, first, first of all, what's the URL for the comic so our listeners can can uh, go look at it while they listen to the show? Oh, uh, it's uh, uh, www. Ohel Comics. O H H E L L Comics. Dot com. com. Dot com. Okay, great. Anyway, twenty years ago. So yeah, uh, twenty years ago, I um, uh, sat down with a friend, um, Michael Connell. Uh, he's a, um, uh, a well-known music editor in uh, uh, in the entertainment industry uh, for film. And uh, matter of fact, his uh, I think he I think he worked on uh he just finished uh last one was Big Eyes. Mm. Uh, um, uh-huh. and uh, uh t- I also did Tim Burton's uh, Frank and Weenie. Um Sher- uh, Sherlock Holmes the one with uh, uh Downey Jr. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's, he's This is some pretty imaginative stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's and got he, an imagination on him. Yeah, oh, he does. He's got an incredible imagination. And we sat down and uh, uh, we we had an idea. Uh, we had met in a um, in a writers group, and uh, we started kicking around this idea about uh, uh, hell. Uh, and uh, we wrote a script. We uh, uh, got it around. Uh, uh, we had it optioned for a, a brief period of time. Um, but nothing ever came of it. We got a lot of comments where people said, you know, we love the, uh, love the idea, but, uh, like the writing, but the, um, uh, our lead character in that was that we had set it up for a 10 year old boy. And I think that kind of scared people off. Mm-hmm. So we put that in the drawer and then, um, uh, about three, three and a half years ago, um, I just uh, I, I called uh, Michael up, uh, uh, talked to him in London, and said, "What if I take this? Let me take this and see what I could do with it if I turn it into a teenager." Uh, and uh, and it just it opened up so many uh, um, so many other uh, issues and things that you can go ahead and and deal with. And so uh, Michael said, "Go ahead and run with it, and let's see what happens with it." And so. Um, I then uh, actually had no experience writing comics. I'd written uh, a bunch of uh, spec screenplays over the years as as a hobby, um, but uh, uh, I took a class, uh, extension class, up at UCLA, uh, uh, put on by um, uh, Nunzio de Felipe, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, Met some wonderful people in there, and as as luck would have it, as fate would have it, uh, uh, I think it was the first or second class. Nunzio uh, passed around a hat with uh, 
uh, a target audience on it. And you had to draw, randomly draw a slip out, and uh, then you had to bring in a pitch for that audience. And mine came out a uh, 15-year-old girl. And that's when it all came together. I went, oh, I could put uh, a teenager in hell and see what happens with it. So, yeah, so that that's our overnight success story there. <laughs> it makes sense to have a teenager because in most religions, you kind of don't count and, and your your personal doings, your spiritual life doesn't count until you're a teenager and you've had a bar mitzvah or a confirmation or, or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. There's yeah. some, there's some sort of transformative event uh, at, the, at that part of your life. And that's, that's supposed to for officially responsible for your own soul. Right. 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 Yeah. I, you know, I hadn't even, I hadn't even really uh, thought of that, but yeah, that, uh, that does work in nicely. I'm going to steal that. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. You can have a demon bar mitzvah or something. Yeah. Actually, it just came from, uh, uh, you know, looking at uh, my own life growing up as a teenager and uh, our kids growing up and going through adolescence and, you know, trying to find themselves and figure out who they are and all of that stuff. So who is Zoelle and is she any relation to kal and... <laughs> no, no relation. Okay, no just relation. checking, you know. Yeah, no, she's you know she's just your typical fifteen year old who disappeared for two weeks and came home with a tattoo across her throat that said Zoel, and announced to her parents that uh, that was her new name. So, what meaning does that have, or did she just make it up and tell you? Uh, she made actually, you know what. Um, Yes, these characters uh, told me uh, so much as as I was writing it. Um, I just fell in love with the characters, and and actually there were times in the story where um, uh, I was uh, struggling with which way to go, and I'd write something, write you know a, a number of pages and. And then <laughs> and oh no, you did. <laughs> yeah, I and did I'd this. Go, oh, that's terrible. And uh, so I, I'd kind of sit back and uh, say, okay, what do you want to do? And let let the characters tell me. So, they can think of much, much worse evil things to do than you can. Yeah, and, and then it comes, and then it's then the writer's not there. It, it's coming from the, mm-hmm. the issues that you've, that, that, that character's brought uh, to this world. A lot of very fine writers write that what, characterization that way. Yeah, I, I think that you have to if, if it's going to be um, at all believable and, and um, you know, if you're going to buy into the character, you have to be able to relate to it some way. Character comes from story and story comes from character and it's it's a it's a feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Catherine Kurtz always said she was just taking dictation from St. Camber anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's like that. Um, and, and that's usually the, I think, the really good stuff. Uh, when uh, you know, when the, those voices in your head are just telling you what to go ahead and write down, and you know, um, write, writing for me is, is um, sort of like a, a cheap form of psychotherapy. Listen, so if you can make a living on your psychotherapy, <laughs> you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're nowhere near making a living on. Um, 
uh, on this yet, but uh, yeah, give it I, time. Give it time. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a fun uh, fun ride, fun excursion. So you've been paying for it by Kickstarter campaigns. Uh, well, we started. No, we started first with. Um, um, I went ahead and uh, uh, took the children's inheritance, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, oh, they'll thank you. Oh well, you know, I figured, you know, they've borrowed enough money over the years, so um, I went ahead then, and uh, after I developed the uh, the story, uh, one of the uh, uh, young women in the class, uh, Christina Strain, um, she's a colorist. Uh, she was coloring for Marvel at the time. Um, she introduced me to. Uh, uh, the artist David Hammond. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's and, very good, isn't he? He's, uh, he's got a beautiful style. I think style. he's incredible. I think he's an incredible talent. Uh, so much, so much energy in his character designs. Well, and you have to have energy because you've got kids and you've got hellfire. <laughs> Neither right. of which are known as placid uh, venues. Well, yeah, but but beyond that, uh, the the character designs speak volumes about who the characters are. In terms of how they behave, in uh, in terms of how they speak, uh, everything fits. Everything fits together, and it's it's so brilliantly done. And it was so it was so uh, uh, yeah. Dave Dave uh, uh, went to the um, uh, the Kubert School, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where he got his training. But um, it was so nice because um, I sent him. The entire script, or the script that I had at the at the time, uh, which is about a hundred and at that time it was probably about a hundred and fifty pages or so, and he read the entire thing, um, and then uh, uh, we started talking about who these characters were, and it took us a couple of times uh, uh, to get Zoel down. Uh, zipper he nailed on the very first uh, uh, sketches that he did mm-hmm. um, and our very bad girl Lise um, uh, very first time you know, it was, uh, and, and so yeah it was so much fun to have the be on the, the same page yeah, Lise is the ultimate ice queen Oh, my oh, God. oh, wait till you see Oh, her. I hate her already. Oh, good. Well, I hate gonna, her a lot. You're going to hate her a whole lot more. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's at least, you know, I, there's that expression in Texas some people just need killing, you know, mm-hmm. and at least, you know. Yeah. She, yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, uh, um, my dream was to go ahead and uh, do this thing as a. Um, as a trilogy, um, and yeah, well, uh, you're up to book five in this trilogy. Well, actually, that, that's there's five five uh, chapters online. Um, Dave is done with all the uh, art. We have the whole book ready to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, I want one. Except for we're we're about the last twenty pages. So we're waiting on, on coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Burkhofer uh, is doing the coloring, and um, uh, Michael's another uh, incredible talent. Uh, uh, Never uh, underestimate the power of coloring. It is very dynamic. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, one of the things um, uh, I gave, I gave both both of the. Well, I, I don't want to say I gave um, because it wasn't that kind of a thing. But um, both uh, uh, David and uh, uh, Michael had uh, creative freedom with this. Um, I did write for the most part a kind of a tight script um, but then there were times when David would David would call me up and uh, say you know this this is crap this is not working mm-hmm. and um, it's like it it sounds great but until you uh, uh, when you have to go draw it it doesn't work exactly exactly and and so some of the things then that he was able to go ahead and bring in so both of the both of them have had a lot of uh, uh, creative freedom, uh, and I, I I just can't uh, uh, speak too highly of uh, either of their talents, uh, and they've contributed so much. It's great when you have a creative team that synergizes and that can work together that way, because you get you end up with something that is greater than you had originally imagined it could be. And it, it oh, just, yeah. It just really bounces and sings when that happens. Yeah, and and I, as a as a writer, you know, like I I said earlier, I had written uh, as a hobby for twenty years. Um, I had um, a, a, a number of screenplays that over that time that got optioned. Um, uh, some for no money, some for very little money. Um, I got the proverbial bad checks. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> things like that, and um, you know, and all the the promises. Well, this this little bit of money will turn into big, but um, uh, it. Oh, I forgot where I was going with that. But um, well, we were talking about how uh, how the team works together to produce something yeah, greater and, than the and, sum of its parts. And so then, when I started getting the pages. Um, and uh, it was like I, it is so cool. I mean, it is just at, at, you know, as a writer, you have these uh, uh, visions in your head, um, and um, to see them come to life on the page uh, like that was just so exciting. Um, it's just it's it's been a thrill for me. It's. Um it's a big world, and there are a lot of web comics out there. How did you? Uh, how have you been faring getting your getting the word out on Ohel Comics? You know, I um, I'm a social media moron, um, and I, I I've done a little bit. I've done a little bit of Twitter, a little bit of Facebook, but it, it's just not my forte. Um, uh, you know, we do have our website, and that's why you, you know, have kids, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, to a point. Yeah. Hey, we didn't we didn't have Tumblr going on until your son got involved. <laughs> no, that's true. You know yeah. what? You see a lot of that these days. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, my dad is eighty five and he's on Facebook, so you know, I'm I am loath to to blame age for any of this. Well, I don't know if it's you, for me. Uh, for me, the social media part is 
um, I would so much rather be writing. And it's mm -hmm. like um, I'm working on uh, uh, the script for volume two um, and, um, and also a, um, a middle grade novel that I've been wanting to write for a while. And so time that I spend doing social media takes away from uh, time that I can be sitting uh, listening to these mm -hmm. uh, uh, people talk in my head. You almost need somebody whose job it is uh, is to ride the social media and and uh, interact with your your you know pr with promotional the planning and, yes. and yes. to handle all that for you. I'd say get yeah. so well her own. Uh, a Facebook account, but she'd probably get thrown off in about a week. Well, you know, <laughs> I had toyed with that idea of doing a, a Zoel uh, Twitter feed. Gosh, you know? oh, yes. Yeah. That'd be and, very popular. Yeah, but... Um, you know, her yeah, own, her own just, Tumblr page. Yeah, but she doesn't know the meaning of the words terms of service, you know? Right. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, but what I did instead was... Um, uh, once we got, well, actually it was a little bit before even, uh, when we started getting pages up, um, I went to uh, local cons here in California, uh, comic cons. Um, I began, uh, first con I went to was uh, uh, the Long Beach mm -hmm. uh, one. That's a very good one. It's a really nice one, nice little local con. And then up to uh, Ape, mm -hmm. uh, uh, in San Francisco. What does APE stand for again? Alternative I, Press Expo. Oh, okay. Because I, yeah, that's one I can never remember. Yeah. So um, we, I went there before we had anything, and just handing out uh, cards and go to our website. We've got, you know, we had six pages up at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, now we have um, hundred and twenty-six pages. I counted. One hundred twenty-six now, but. When we first started and I went to the cons, I had six. Mm -hmm. That's a and tough sell. Yeah, but what I was able to do was I got to meet a lot of um, people face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. um, I built up um, an email list of uh, uh, 3,000 uh, 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 folks. Oh, that's and impressive. How did you do that? Well, I would give away a copy of uh, the book uh, a couple times during the, the cons. Um, uh, I have some uh, T-shirts that I would also uh, throw out there uh, uh, once in a while. And um, then, you know, then, then the next step was we got chapter one done, and I, got, I printed that and got that into a hard copy. And so we were able to go ahead and begin selling Chapter 1. Mm -hmm. um, and my intent always was to do it as a graphic novel. Um, and uh, and that's, uh, that's been really... I'm, I, I joke about it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than your normal um, uh, first-time comic artist. Our comic book creator. Uh, I'm 68 now, and I didn't know if I'd have time to go ahead and roll out a, a chapter, a, a you know, a book a year. So I figured I'll just do all 200 pages at once. Sure, why not? Uh, why not? 
Oh, hell, why not? <laughs> exactly <laughs> so. You know, it's Isn't like... that a card game, Oh, Hell? Yes, there is a card okay. game named Oh, Hell. I, I guess he would be aware of that, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. He'd well, have, he, he, have to be because he it's a Googled trade... himself and found yeah. our own. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where... I, I think we're right behind the card game. or there for a while. I think we were ahead of the card game in the... Uh, you're still on the first page of Google results. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're good, you're good. We're good, all right. Which is really pretty amazing because it's a very generic term. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but ohell.com was a good grab. Uh, you know. No, it had to be ohell comics. It, yeah, because ohell was taken already. Oh, okay. Yeah, and... Uh, well, that way people know they're getting the comic and not the card game or... Right. Whatever it is. Right. So we've built a fan base uh, based on, you know, uh, face-to-face uh, contact. I, I think in the last two and a half years I've done uh, uh, 30 cons now. Oof. That's, and, that's a breathtaking amount of travel. Uh, yeah, but, you know, we had to... I wanted to build the fan base before we went out for the Kickstarter because, mm-hmm. you know, the reality of it is, is I'm a nobody. I'm a total unknown. Um, uh, David, uh, uh, even though he's an uh, incredible talent, he he's just getting started in in the, um, you know, he's, he's just on the the cusp of taking off with his talent, um, and so. Uh, you know, it wasn't like we could say that, you know, he had done, uh, uh, um, you know, 10 issues of uh, Spider-Man. You know? Right. It's not like seeing Stan Lee's Oh Hell Comics. You can't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, we have, we face very similar, um, very similar uh, marketing problems with Krypton Radio. It's, uh, it, yeah. You know, it's, people think, oh, it's a podcast. Well, No. no. It's just that podcasts are what people are used to encountering, and they've never heard of a sci-fi radio station before. Getting the word to them in the first place is the big problem. Right. And I imagine it's the same with you. Oh, it's this. It's the same, and you know, the, the with the with the changes that have happened in the publishing industry, um, um, you know, the the gatekeepers are no more uh, with. Uh, uh, because uh, of the internet and uh, things like uh, a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's could be a good thing and could also be a bad thing because you know we had we used, there used to be filters. Uh, well, the filter is taste now. You know, I mean, any dork with a with an internet site can can put up a web comic. Is it any good? No, not necessarily. Ninety yeah. percent of everything is crap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this I, is this is you are actually, a one percenter, sir. <laughs> this is actually w- w- the reason we started the radio station in the first place is so that we could bring attention to uh, new creators and, and new writers and new artists and bring them to the fans who wanted to find the stuff. Because the alternative is having to dig through Google, and who wants to do that? Oh yeah, That's, what a horrifying job! Yeah. You know, yeah. for 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 the general fan who's just looking for cool stuff, just looking for something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's it's been. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's a real real dilemma, and you know, I, I'm out there against uh, 
you know, everybody and everything. It's yeah. It, but you know, I, I, I wouldn't have traded this experience for uh, uh, the world. It's an amazing feeling taking something that you've imagined in your head and bringing it forth, and then finding out that people love what you do. Right. It's well. I'm sure you've had the same experience with Krypton Radio. Once or twice. Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> So well, are, are you retired, okay. sir, or do you have a day job? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm retired. I I still coach. Oh, don't and don't call me sir, please. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm being respectful. Hey. Oh no, no. You know. Hey, yo, you sitting on the couch, uh, eating uh, your pork rinds? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, uh, retired, and so it's it's a chance now to go ahead and uh, uh, really focus on the right. And that was the nice thing. I mean, now I was able to go ahead and do the traveling that I felt I needed and mm-hmm. spend the time that I needed. I'm scared now. He did traveling to study for this job. Where yeah. did he go? <laughs> Down below? Where the <laughs> goblins go? <laughs> no, I, I don't no, think no, he no, meant no. that kind of travel. Oh, sweetie. okay. Not, oh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, there's that old um, oh, who the heck was it? Uh, Earth, wind, and fire. Uh, I can swear there ain't no heaven, but I pray there ain't no hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so for a school like this one, holy cow! Yeah, uh, indeed. I was fascinated. Uh, I mean, it's online now, uh, right. but. Uh, Zoelle has an encounter with her parents after she escapes from hell. Right. And, uh, Ezel, is that his name? Uh, uh Ezel, oh, Els. 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 Uh, is there any relation between Zoelle and Els? No, no relation. Okay. But, uh, Names have I, I power. Just got, I just got carried away with the Z's mm. a little bit. I see. But he comes. He comes back. Uh, he comes back for her. Yes. And he, she forces her. She forces him away, and ends up diving out a window. But uh, uh, she's got something he wants bad. The demon soul. The demon soul. And she's absorbed some or all of its power. It's very clear. And, uh, oh boy. He's, he wants that back bad. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly why it's so much of a problem for him. Step parents, you know? Well, besides that. Oh, okay. But this is, this is exciting (laughs) stuff. There are, this, you know, you you read um, every every scene adds something, and you uh, there are more questions to be asked and more uh, more discoveries to be made, and we're not disappointed. And every step of the way, there's more to there's more to learn, and there's another story that opens up and another path, another thread to pull on. And well, this, that's is, this is exciting stuff. That's that's I'm wonderful. Really, I'm really you know, enjoying writer, the comic. Like, it, that's really wonderful to hear. So, thank you. So, so speaking of other stories, do you have any other stories that you're working on? What what's the book you're well, working on? Uh, I'm working on uh, volume two of Oh Hell, mm-hmm. um, and um, I 
I'll just throw the title out there for you as a teaser. It's uh, Emergence will mm. be the title of Volume 2. Okay. And, um, uh, and then I'm also working on a, uh, uh, a middle-grade uh, novel. Um, and uh, uh, the title of that is Beltane. Uh, and Beltane is the um, uh, the uh, the night uh, when uh, uh, witches uh, fly around in eggshell boats and steal children. Mm-hmm. The so, counter, uh, the counter to Salen or you know, all uh, all Hallows Eve. This is the other end of the year where the veil is thin. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, May first. So. Um, yeah, May, that, May that was, Eve is a scary, scary time. Yes. That's why they built fires, keeping yes. the scary things away. That's right. That's I right. Did, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, so, we're, yeah, it's, uh, um, I, I happen to come across, I, I, I like to visit uh, uh, used bookstores, and I uh, came across a book of uh, Gypsy Curses. Oh, great. And, uh uh, that was the inspiration. Uh, that's where the inspiration for uh, uh, Beltane came from. So I'm I'm hoping to have that ready to send out. Uh, uh, maybe another uh, another two months or so. So you're working with an editor, and uh... I, I haven't sent it to an editor yet. Oh, okay. Um, I I like to go through uh, and have it uh, complete. Uh, oh, before you and, pitch it to the uh, publishers. Yeah, before I send, and I'll go ahead and I'll send. I'll I'll take it to uh, um, an independent editor, somebody mm-hmm. you know with some experience first, before I uh, try taking it out to any publishers. Or, and it might be a nice thing where um, uh, it might be a nice candidate for a. Um, uh, a Kickstarter campaign, mm-hmm. you know, if people have uh, liked uh, 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 Oh Hell. So, what else? Um, what else has come your way because of this project? Uh, well, I've 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 had a chance to meet so many uh, uh, wonderful and interesting people. Um, uh, the uh, like. Uh, Kristen uh, uh, Netapak, I think that's the way she oh, says. Oh, Kristen Netapak, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. She's a friend the, of the show. Yeah, friend of the show and the organizer of the uh, the, uh, geeky the career Awards. of the geekies. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, she's a force of nature. Oh, yes, she is. And they have got the coolest. Um, they have got the coolest um, uh, trophy. It's the um, the it's ray, a ray gun. gun. You can take it out and play with it. Yeah, and so. Hell yeah. It, and one of the, you know, and, and of course, because, you know, we won, I, I got, I was able to go ahead and get in contact with you, or you were able to get in contact mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was, um, uh, I was able to have a conversation with um, uh, Michael Richardson, the uh, uh, founder of Dark Horse. Ooh. And we, yeah, and we, we chatted for probably um, 20 minutes, a half an hour, um much of it, um, well, well. First off, I found out I had no idea that he has a uh, quite an extensive ray gun collection. Uh, <laughs> wow! And, yeah, and is a uh, was a uh, 
big uh, big fan of uh, Buck Rogers, uh, you know, in the 25th mm-hmm. century and Flash Gordon. And those were all uh, uh, comic strips that I uh, uh, I grew up uh, reading. Uh, uh, we, we weren't allowed comic books in the house. So, so uh, it my, had to be Sunday strips. Yeah, it had to be Sunday strips. Um, uh, I think my mother had fallen under the spell of... Uh, uh, Dr. Wortham there, you know. And, oh, uh, sure. Yeah, we were going so to be, yeah, we were all going to turn into axe murderers or something. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so it, it's like I, I never would have gotten to, to meet those people. And, and some of the people on the road, uh, the uh, uh, artists that I've met, um, a young fellow from uh, San Antonio, uh, uh, Jason Oaks, mm-hmm. I, um I have uh, some of his art hanging on my wall in my office. It was just so different and, and good people. Um, here in town, in L.A., there's so many talented, uh, so many talented artists. Uh, and then, um, you know, all the fans, I mean, really, I so enjoy, I'm going uh, this coming weekend, I'm going to go up to... Uh, Sack anime, mm-hmm. and um, it's a three-day uh, anime con in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and uh, I so enjoy going up there and meeting all the kids who are there just being themselves by being someone else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and just having a great time uh, doing. You'll it. know you've made it when they start cosplaying your characters. Yeah, yeah, that would be, well, you know, uh, there's Zipper and Zoel, and uh, uh, probably I've, se- I've seen some that would qualify as Elise, I'm sure. Mm. But I don't think anybody's going to want to play that little short, bald uh, uh, L's. <laughs> maybe yeah. not, maybe so. not. I don't know, if you're a skinny little bald guy to begin with, all you need is some green paint and there you go. scales. Yeah, there you go. That guy, that character just terrifies me because I have no idea what his agenda is. And well, he's, he's, he's obviously answering to somebody else. And he, you know, he wants to, uh, you know, he's one of these guys who's, he's been at the job now for years and years and years, millennia, and, you know, he's starting to feel like he's been passed over and he deserves more and, you know that can be a dangerous okay. that can be a dangerous little pill to be taking yeah so yes, it's it's the little man with a little power that can be the most dangerous that yeah and he thinks he should have a whole lot more so I, i'm hoping that when we uh uh get these last 20 pages colored and we're able to uh, get the book off to the printer. Hopefully, we, we see um, uh, folks uh, picking up the book, and then that would make it a whole lot easier to go ahead and get into the rest of the story, finishing up book uh, two and three, and, and you know, finish out know, the entire story arc. Somehow, I don't think you're going to have a problem. Well, you know, I doubt myself every day. I, yeah. I, I, every you don't have day to do go, it alone. I go, what were you thinking? You know, and I remember saying that to my teenagers, 
You know, what were you thinking? Yeah. But uh, because it turned out to be so much more than just doing the um, the writing. Uh, it ended up being, um, you know, marketing and management and um, a, a travel coordinator. And, and it just goes on and on. A bookkeeper. And, know, and, and out, a lot of hidden expenses. A lot of lot of hidden expenses, and um, well, you're seeing the world. Y- well, I'm. I'm you're seeing, seeing the convention centers of the I'm world. See- yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm seeing uh, uh, convention centers, and and uh, and the nearest cheap hotels. Hmm. <laughs> so, but. Uh, uh, yeah, there's there's so much that you you don't see. Um, that's uh, I mean, I've had to learn the web and uh, you know uh, WordPress and all of that stuff. It's just developing a website. It, it, I, I think if somebody had told me, I never would have believed them how much work it was, and I would have gone ahead and done it anyway. Good. That's the best kind of project, and we can right. hardly wait to see how this all works out, not only just in terms of the storyline, but in terms of your success with it and bringing it to uh, bringing it to the sci-fi geek public. Yeah, well, I, I'm excited, and uh, uh, it, and it doesn't, it, well, I guess, it, do you think it fits into science fiction? Oh well, science fiction, fantasy, yeah, yeah. It's it's certainly come out to book six six six, and there will be. It 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 certainly fits into the entire milieu. Yeah, you know, it's science fiction, comics, anime, uh, fantasy, steampunk. It's the world that either it's the world of what if. It's either what if, if only, or if this goes on. See, and this is it's really interesting because. I, I, at an early age, I became a big um, uh, science fiction reader, mm-hmm. and I did read some. Um, I did read some fantasy, um, but I, I never really. It, it may be it, probably my favorite, but and it's not really fantasy. Mary Stewart, uh, The Crystal Cave, mm-hmm. uh, some. Um, oh, I'd so, love to see what you did do with the Arthurian mythos someday. Oh, that would be fun. That it? would, yeah, Heine. I, I've thought about that, but yeah, it's like I, I mean, I read so much uh, uh, science fiction and very little fantasy, and then when I sat down to write this, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> and all what the came fantasy, out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the darkness out. in your soul, came <laughs> right. So out onto paper, so you don't have to carry it around with you. Yeah, all have, the horror writers I've known, the most horrible horrors, nicest guys in the world. Robert Block, pussycat. Really, total adorable man. Um, uh, Theodore Sturgeon, what? Not a mean bone in his body was that. His expression was made for him. Oh wow! Wow! That's all the darkness was yeah. out on paper, and they didn't have to carry it around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you have too much darkness in your soul, it leaves marks on the linoleum. And it's, ter- it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to clean up, and it's hard to clean up. Yeah, yeah. There's some <laughs> things that even OxyClean won't touch. There you go. There you go. But even your hard science fiction 
can get into very strict good and evil rules. I mean, you know, this is coming from the lensman on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So Anyway, but we'll see we'll see what happens next in the next chapter of Oh Hell Comics. That's ohellcomics.com. On Facebook it's Oh Hell Comics. And you're on Twitter with Oh Hell Comics, aren't you? So we're on that's Twitter what, that's the handle. and uh, Instagram and um, Are you uh, on Tumblr? Tumblr? You're on oh, Tumblr as well. Oh Hell Comics. He's Excellent. got teenagers, he's got Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> George Wassel, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Event Horizon here on Krypton Radio. It's well, been a pleasure you having so you much. with us. It was a real pleasure. You have just heard episode 84 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for January 3rd, 2014, our first episode of the year. Our guest was George Wassel, the writer and creator of the winner of the 2014 Geeky Award for Best Online Comic Series. The series is called Oh Hell, and you can see it at ohellcomics.com. Your hosts have been Krypton Radio's station manager Gene Turnbow and our executive producer Susan Fox. This episode will air again on January 4th, 2015 at 4 p.m. Pacific and at various additional times throughout the coming week. See the Krypton Radio website at kryptonradio.com for showtimes in your area. Once all the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others as downloads at the Krypton Radio website and on iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by legendary science fiction writer Larry Niven. Our production manager is Kat Carter, and our sound engineering was done by Gene Turnbow. This program and its contents, except where provided by others, are copyright 2015 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>